Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Houston Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. And welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Mark Ovenden. Glad to have you with us and glad to have Matt McCarty with us for the last segment of the week. Matt, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great. It's always great to be with you. Uh, did I catch you in the middle of Christmas shopping, or what are you up to? Uh, you know, just finishing up our, our end-of-the-season work and just getting ready to enjoy break now. I I would bet. Um, I don't think people realize, <clears throat> with you and with South Dakota State, this extended season that you've had, which is obviously, obviously great. That's what you want. Uh, but that cuts into recruiting time and everything else. I mean, it... it it makes your job more difficult, doesn't it? It does. I mean, you obviously want to play as long as you possibly can, um, but towards the end of the year, you're you know you're doubling up. You're preparing for playoff games and a championship game, and uh, the most important games that you've played all year. And other schools who aren't playing are, are doing visit days and 100 percent focused on recruiting, and you're trying to divide your time. But both are really, really important. You know, this next. Uh, the last couple of weeks and the next few weeks are, are huge for us in terms of recruiting and building our class for next year. Um, so, yeah, it definitely makes the last month and this next month really busy. Well, didn't you have a list of 17, something like that, that you released yesterday of signings? Yeah, we've got a really good group right now. Um, we, we've got a group we feel really awesome about, and, and it's a strong group, again, mixed of a lot of local kids. But um, we know we're probably about halfway to where we need to be. Um, and in terms of building our recruiting class. But, uh, yeah, again, all kids that really buy into the way that we want to do things. Who are some of the names of local kids that we might recognize? Well, right now we've really been good within Sioux Center. So they had a really good season this year. Um, Brody Van Rigamore to their quarterback and, and Colin USD, uh, Connor Cameraman are our three warriors that we got um, that, that are all three really good players. Um, still quite a few local kids that we're, we're still waiting on, we're still working on. Um, you know, there's always really good football in northwest Iowa and in southeast South Dakota. And so for us, you know, as we build our class and as we, we finish up our class, hoping there's, there's still quite a few guys from this area that will land. And, of course, when when you have a team that makes it all the way to the national championship, even though that cuts into your time that you could be spending that's a wonderful recruiting tool. I mean, kids want to be part of that program. Yeah, it definitely doesn't hurt. You know, we've played in three of the last four national championship games, and, um, you know, yeah, kids want to be a part of something special, and um, it, it's, it's huge. It definitely helps, and, and we feel like we've got a really good thing going here. We feel like we're just scratching the surface, which is really exciting. Matt McCarty's our guest, head coach of the Northwestern Red Raiders, uh, lost on Monday to Kaiser in a what was it, thirty-one to twenty-one? Is that was that the final score? Yeah, that was the final. Uh, down by a bunch, going to the fourth quarter. Uh, you got to be proud of the way your guys responded because they got it all the way back to within three points and had the football. You had a chance to win. What more can you ask for? Yeah, you know, there's you know, as you look back at the game, it was you know, Kaiser's a really good football team, and they scored the first play of the game, and then. Um, we felt like we were just kind of battling back that whole time, and we got down 17 nothing. Um, cut it to 17-7 before half, but then fourth quarter, we were down 24-7. We got the ball. We got it back to 24-21 with about seven minutes left in the game, had the ball. Um, we, we felt like our guys battled back. We, we gave us a shot to compete in the fourth quarter, and that's kind of what our message was as we went into halftime. 
was we just got to keep playing, keep plugging away, and we got to try to make this uncomfortable for them in the fourth quarter. And uh, we got to that point. Unfortunately, we weren't able to finish the game, and they had a kick return for a touchdown, and uh, kind of the sealed the deal for them. But you know, really good football team. Really proud of how our guys battled, how they competed, how they navigated the year. You know, we had won 27 straight games at that point, and so our guys had um, just really, from week to week, really battled and played their best. And it was fun to see them. Uh, you know, just just continue to battle and end on a high note. When you win 27 games in a row, you clearly have a belief, a strong belief in yourselves that you can win under any circumstance. You had to, you had to see that in the fourth quarter as your team was down by 17 points, that they still had that twinkle in their eye. They knew they could do it. They did, and, and they're winners. I mean, these guys are. I get to see it every single day when I work with them. I'm so lucky to, to, to work with the kids that we do. Um, you know, you could see that they had that belief. And as they kept chipping away and as we made some big plays and we got that game down to a three-point game, um, you know, I thought for sure we were going to find a way to win that game. Unfortunately, we, we didn't. Um, but I don't think that, that, like I told our guys after the game, it doesn't change who they are. Um, they're winners. Uh, they're champions because of the way they do things, the, the way that they do things day in and day out. Um, and because of who they are, and I think that piece is really important. And every time you play, there's a, there's a chance you're going to lose. And um, our guys battled; they played their best. And you know, we came up short. Kaiser was better than us that day, uh, but I think our guys can be proud of who they are. How tough is it when you've played when you've had your seniors play their final game? Granted, it's a national championship game, which maybe magnifies it a little bit, but. It's still the last game of their career. I remember what it was like for my kids when they played their last college game, and it was a pretty teary moment. Win, lose, or whatever, it didn't matter. Their career was over. How tough is that for you as the head coach slash dad? It, it is tough, and the relationships that you build uh, with the kids within your program are really strong, and you spend so much time together, and you've seen them uh, grow so much. You've recruited them from high school. You've worked with them throughout you know, four or five years of college and just all the time and, and uh, energy that they've invested. Uh, it's tough because it's an end of a chapter and every team is different. Every team has its own personality and you're so thankful for the time that you get to spend with them. Uh, but you know that, that it's going to change. And then now that they're on to the next chapter of their lives. Um, and so it is tough. You know, it's one of those that it hurts because it means a lot and it should hurt because it, it should mean a lot. Um, but then you're also excited uh, about what's to come for those guys as well. Now, will Connor come back? Does he have the option to play in one more year, Connor McQuillan? He he could play another year. Um, you know, I think Connor's planning right now to graduate. Um, but but uh, we'd love to have him back. <laughs> yeah, I'd say. Um, yeah, and Michael's story's done. Yeah, Mike's done. This was this was Mike's fifth year. He was using his COVID year this year. Um, just a phenomenal career, outstanding career, you know, ended with a, uh, another really good game, but that, that's kind of what Mike has done consistently throughout his career. What would you say made you smile the most about this year's team? You know, I think this year's team, uh, they're really, they really played so well together. I think they really embodied everything that it means to be a team. Um, they were really you know, together were greater than they were individually. And I think that's so important. They bought into the idea of it's not about me, and, and but it's about the team and what can I do. Um, you know, we weren't maybe as talented across the board as we were last year, but this team was really strong together. 
And I think our guys really bought into that and, and they were great, uh, because of that, because of that mindset that they, they had. And, you know, it was just so fun to see them. You know, the Drake game was a really big win for us. That fueled the belief that we had, but then to navigate the season and go undefeated to the championship game was, was a really special run and I'll never forget that. Matt McCarty is our guest, head football coach at Northwestern College. Um, when you're out recruiting, I'm trying to think of how to phrase this, are, are you looking for kids who you think could be stars? Or are you looking for kids who could fit in that team description you just gave of this year's squad that, uh, you know, everybody did their part? Yeah, I think it's a little of both. I mean, I, I think around here you, you see a, a ton of, a ton of kids where they're their best football is ahead of them yet. They're just going to continue to grow. I think our program has done an outstanding job of, of developing kids and, and helping them, you know, become really good football players uh, in, in college. And so, you know, we're looking for guys that are football players. We look for guys that love to compete. Uh, but then also, like you said, they, they want to be a part of something special. They're going to buy into uh, the team aspect. They're going to buy into – just pursuing excellence every day and the way that we do things, um, they're going to buy into our team culture. And if they do that, we, we know they're going to grow. We know they're going to be successful and we know we're going to have a really good team. Jalen Gramstad's such a great example of that. I mean, he, he played defensive back for you when you already had a star quarterback and then he finally got his chance to go back and play what he liked to. He did point being, he did whatever he had to do to help you guys succeed. Absolutely. I mean, he, he, he really epitomizes that. You know, his first two years, he played corner for us and started on defense and was an outstanding defensive back, but really wanted to play quarterback. But he knew that was how he could help the team. And he, you know, we got to a national championship game his freshman year in, in a large part because of that, because of how he played in the secondary. And then making the switch back to quarterback. And, and yeah, he, that was the first game he lost as a starting quarterback in the national championship game on Monday. And, um, just a phenomenal leader, and but he's a great example of doing what it takes for the team to be successful, and you know maybe having to put some of your own personal desires on on the side just to make sure that we're at our best. How did the guys take the loss? You know it was tough. Um, you know they they've invested so much, and I, I think um, you know you get so close to to having a championship, and you know we battled back and we're within three points, and you know you just felt like it was right there for you. Um, it, it's just tough. To, it's tough to get to that point. You know, you really want to cherish that and, and, and enjoy each and every moment of that championship run and that championship experience. Um, you don't want to take that for granted. And I, I think it was tough just because they knew they were so close. But I, at the same time, you know, I think they understood how special this season was and how special this team was. Well, it's been quite a year for you guys at Northwestern with the volleyball team making it all the way to the championship game and the football team doing the same thing. I mean, it's quite a it's quite a time to be a Red Raider. It is, and it's awesome. There's, there's such an awesome environment within our athletic department. Coach Vandenbosch and the, the volleyball team. It was so fun cheering them on, and uh, you know, being able to to go down to Sioux City and for our guys to be a part of that championship experience and and cheer them on. You know, it was a great atmosphere. It was, it's so awesome to, to be able to celebrate the other teams within our our, our athletic department. Um, you know, I think we've had, we're going to have a really good winter and I think we'll have a really good spring within our department as well. And it's just a great time to be a Raider. So how did the trip go to Durham, North Carolina for anybody that's never been? Doug Brook was on the show the other day and said he didn't get a chance to, Duke wasn't home. North Carolina wasn't home. 
but it's still a beautiful part of the world. Were you able to enjoy that? And I did see that your guys did quite a bit of stuff like within the community while they were there too. Yeah, Durham has been an outstanding host. And last year when we were in Durham, we got to go to Duke and we got to go to Cameron Indoor and we got to go to their Basketball Hall of Fame and experience really a lot of stuff around Duke's campus. And this year, uh, we were down at North Carolina quite a bit more. So we went down to UNC's Basketball Hall of Fame, which was pretty awesome. We had an indoor practice uh, at North Carolina in their indoor facility one day when it was raining and really got to experience Chapel Hill a little bit more this time. But it is a beautiful area. It's such an awesome area. Uh, definitely didn't complain about the mid to upper 50s for the weather. Uh, that, that definitely helped, even though I know it was nice here too. Um, but anytime you can do that in December, I uh, definitely enjoyed that. It's almost 50 degrees out here now today. I know. You could go golfing again. I could. Yes, I could. <laughs> Maybe I will. I'm not sure there's enough hours. Isn't today the second shortest day of the year when it comes to sunlight? I think yesterday was the... December 21st, I think, is the the least sunlight of any day during the course of the year, so I may not have time afterwards. Um, yeah. I, I, I did want you to touch on what some of the kids did, um, some of your players did with some of the kids in the community there. Yeah, so one of the things we do is kind of a teaming up for character event while we're out there. We were with a local YMCA and uh, just kind of hosted a, a little mini football camp, I guess you could say, and it was fun. It was one morning. I think it was uh, Saturday morning that we did that. And just seeing our guys interact and, and how they just kind of just dove right in and, and had fun with the kids and were teaching them different skills, but mainly just having fun and building relationships with them. It was pretty cool to see just the way our guys embraced that and, and how they how they really just made the most of that experience. Matt McCarty is our guest head football coach at Northwestern College. Um, I know that football teams, football players, football coaches are all creatures of habit, maybe more so than any other sport because, you know, in hockey and baseball, all those uh, basketball, you have games spread out throughout the course of the week. Football has one game a week, and it's usually, in your case, on a Saturday. For the pros, it's on a Sunday. You had to play on a Monday morning at 11 o'clock, which I found rather odd. Uh, and, and wondered how you dealt with that, trying to do whatever you could to keep it as normal as possible. Yeah, it was definitely unique. Um, you know, we had played our, our playoff games. We played most of those kickoffs were at noon. So that kind of helped a little bit with how we set up that game day. It followed a similar uh, time schedule of what we had done in the postseason so far. But, yeah, playing on a Monday, we really tried to just build things back a little bit and, and make sure – uh, working backwards, our, our days were, um, you know, like, you know, Saturday was maybe our normal Friday practice and then, uh, Friday had to be our Thursday practice. And so it was different. We did get a couple extra days of practice. You know, this year when we flew out there, we flew out, uh, Thursday morning. So we practiced Thursday night out there, which was good just to get some extra work in. Um, but it, it definitely makes a change, uh, the schedule and it, you know, we are creatures of habit, but, um, you just try to make the best of it and do what you can. So as you look ahead with this program, because I know you do that, what are what are your goals moving forward? My gosh, you've been to the national championship game three out of four years. You can't do a whole lot better than that. Yeah, you know, I, I think we're just always our goal, and it's something you know for our guys. Is we just we always want to just be our best, and we want to play our best. I think we had a group that you know, looking at our guys coming back. Obviously, we got Jalen back on offense. 
Uh, we really return nine or ten starters on defense, and um, you know we're getting. I think Parker Fryer, uh, who was at USD this last year, is going to be back as our conference player of the year. Oh, nice. Uh, so I really feel like we've got a group again that the expectation and, you know, our outlook is we feel like we can compete for another national championship. And, um, yeah, you know, that's, it's never really our goal. Our goal is just to kind of work and, and be our best. But I think these guys will be hungry now. Um, just with how Monday went, you know, I feel like this group will be ready to get back to work when we get back after break. And, and I think there's big things ahead for them. Does it feel like it's been way more than just a couple of days since you've been home? Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's different. You go right from the grind of the season and it's so long and you're from August through Monday of football, 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 football. And then all of a sudden it's, you're done. <laughs> um, and, and when we get back from the national championship, you know, everybody's gone from campus because classes are all out. So it's, it, you know, there couldn't be more of a change of the pace, but it's, it's been good. Um, you know, it's, it's, it'll be good to take some time here and, and step away and relax a little bit. So when will the guys who are coming back, uh, get back in the weight room and, and start working out for, for next fall. Yeah, we'll, we'll get them back in probably January 9th or 10th when we get back to classes. Uh, we'll give them a few weeks off here. It's been a long season, so they'll get the next two or three weeks to kind of just rest and recover. And then we'll, when we get back together to start our, our winter semester, uh, we'll get back to work. I'd give them an extra week. <laughs> yeah, our guys will be itching to get back together and get back to work when they get back to campus. Um, you know, the break will be good, um, but I think they're, they'll be excited to get back and see each other and get back to work. So I'm, I'm guessing it's pretty exciting for you to just have a little family time here for a few days, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, it's great. And they, you know, there's a lot of time that gets sacrificed during the season. Um, but it's great to just hang out with the family. You know, we'll spend a ton of time, uh, just doing sports, playing different sports around the house or going into the gym and just will enjoy that time together. Well, you don't have to go to the gym. It's nice outside. You can go out and play football. We can. We can go outside and play catch outside right now. It's nice. Or golf or, you know, whatever. I mean, it's crazy how nice it is outside. Uh, how much do your kids love what you do? They love it. I think, they're, you know, my family is probably our biggest supporters. Uh, my kids are probably two of the biggest Raider fans you'll find. Uh, they, they love, you know, they got to come along on the national championship trip, and they love being around our guys and around the team and just, um, everything that really goes into it, you know, I think they really embrace that, and it, it's fun. Our guys are awesome to be around, and they really embrace having, you know, my kids, their defensive coordinators' kids, and uh, all of our families are really involved, and I think that's really makes it special. And that's great for your kids because they, I mean, they get to hang out with with these rock star football players. They do, and they get to see how they carry themselves. You know, they get to watch Jalen Grampstead and how he interacts with people and how he carries himself around the hotel or the bus drivers or when we're out to eat. And, um, you know, I think our guys are great examples for them, and, it's you know, it's really great for them just to be around them and see that. Well, you you uh, you do a great job of recruiting from the area and getting kids that that uh, have been good high school players. And, and sometimes – Sometimes some of these kids were like really good in high school. They get great when they're in college. They do, and they, they have a great foundation. And, and a lot of them are really, you know, good multi-sport athletes coming out of high school. And when they really focus on football as their sport, you know, their their ceiling is so so high um, because they've they've really excelled at multiple sports in high school. And then now they really got a time where they can focus on football, and you just really see them grow so much. And 
um, yeah, we're fortunate. We work with great kids, and we've, we've always thought if we can recruit the best kids from the area, we can compete for national championships, and, and it's really shown these last few years. So what would you ask Santa Claus for? <laughs> what I asked Santa Claus for? Uh, a better Red Sox season. How's that sound? <laughs> I think we both asked for that. We can both ask for that. We didn't get the pitcher signed from Japan last night. The Dodgers got him, too. So um, I know. Yeah. Dodgers get everybody. Oh, my gosh. That's ridiculous. I don't even want to start on that. <laughs> um, there's no way that defer oh, oh Shani, uh, uh, there's no way that contract should have been deferred. Anyway, we'll, we'll, right. we'll just leave it at that. Uh, a different day. Have a Merry Christmas. I am wearing my Red Sox hat as we speak, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks a lot, Mark. Have a Merry Christmas. Too. Thanks, Matt. Matt McCarty, our guest. I think we'll be right back. For that extra special gift, look no further than the Diamond Room. Justin Shadow and his staff will make the entire experience an enjoyable one. We've been helping customers for almost three decades, and Alone Spectre has actually been in the business much longer than that. We have the largest selection of loose diamonds in the region. We also have two in-house goldsmiths and two graduate gemologists on staff. Visit the Diamond Room at 3501 West 57th Street, Sioux Falls, or call 605-362-0008 for an appointment. Or you can always check out our new website at thediamondroom.com. For those who don't like to be still. For those with things to do and the drive to get them done. For those in search of a partner to help make it happen, there's a bank. A bank that listens, acts, and impacts all things right here. Dakota Bank. Go with experience. Go with teamwork. Go with integrity. For banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust. Dakota Bank. Here for you. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, insurance and trust services, not FDIC insured. Buying a new truck for your farm or ranch is all about the bottom line. At Billion Fleet, Farm and Ram Commercial Business Link, we know that better than anyone. We have the experience, selection, and industry-exclusive pricing and incentives to help you with your bottom line. Plus, new Ram trucks have been named Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row. To see if you qualify for fleet pricing on a new Ram, call 888-531-1013 or go to billionauto.com slash fleet. Your joints are your connection points, and when they hurt, they stop you from moving freely. That's why at Sanford Health, our board-certified orthopedics and sports medicine experts are ready to help you safely restore your movement and relieve your pain with same-day joint replacement surgery options. These minimally invasive surgeries come with less risk and allow you to have a comfortable recovery at home. You don't need a referral to get started. Schedule a consultation today at SanfordHealth.org. Does every home in your neighborhood look the same? Looking to give your home a little more pizzazz? A new garage door from Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls is the easy way to give your home that new, refreshed look. We offer a variety of styles and options to fit any type of home. Stand out in the crowd and contact Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls. Now celebrating 55 years in Sioux Falls, plus offices in Aberdeen and Watertown. Find us at OverheadDoorSD.com. That's OverheadDoorSD.com. Advanced Thompson Vision. We change lives by creating vision every day. Everybody used to laugh at me if I didn't have four pair of glasses on my hat. I would have broken ones in my purse. I struggled. I had cataract and LASIK surgery done. From when you walk in, the greeting to the receptionist, to each person that works with you, it's just over-the-top wonderful. I'm so thankful every day. Download our free cataract checklist at advancedthompsonvision.com. 
Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Furniture Mart USA, and Fireplace Pros. Matt got me flustered. <laughs> he mentioned the Red Sox having a better year this year. Obviously, the Red Sox fan too, but the Dodgers have just been going nuts here the last few days. Shohei Otani, uh, that $700 million contract that I was referring to, $680 million deferred. That's not fair. Because then they're able to go out and sign um, Yamamoko last night. I think that's how he pronounces it. For $325 million? And they're giving Tyler Glasnow a big extension, too. I mean, we're talking about, like... $1.3 billion they just tied up in three guys. It's just crazy. Anyway, um, what's not crazy is the fact that you can go to Lewis Drug and get anything you want. In fact, what's, what's, what is crazy is the fact they've been doing this for 81 years at Lewis Drug. They, they are a dynasty, absolute dynasty when it comes to business and local business. I love that. I love our partners on this show, uh, who are local businesses. That's everybody. Uh, Lewis Drug's been doing it since 1942. Pretty darn impressive. So, happy birthday in February. It's going to be their 82nd anniversary. Merry Christmas, and I'll be back live Tuesday. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Rosenbauer, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, The Diamond Room, Furniture Mart USA, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, Houston Speedway, Comfort King, and Corey and the Fireflies. Woo-hoo! <laughs>